It's winter, and you can now get almost anything you need for the coldest months of the year delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a ski slope delivered, but you can get dish soap delivered. Sunshine, that's a no. But a bottle of wine, that's a yes. A snow angel, sorry, no, but angel hair pasta. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol and select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. Okay, if we're going to recreate this old pic of us that mom posted, we've got to get the outfits right. Well, for some reason, I can't find gauchos with a matching shrug anywhere. Let me try on my Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. I just use the S Pen to circle the outfit in the post, and bam, five sites to buy it from right here. Shut up. How did you... You shut it. Mom's coming. Cute outfit. Get me one. (laughs) (laughs) Circle it, find it. With the new Galaxy S24 Ultra and circle the search with Google. Upgrade now at Samsung.com. Internet connection required. Results may vary based on visuals. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A -a one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Cricket Corner podcast with me, Vatsal Vora. As we take a slight detour from all the IPL shenanigans and we talk about the Ashes, which is due in a couple of months' time. And this is because the Australian cricket team have announced their squad for their tour to the UK. Now, I'm saying it as a tour to the UK because they are going to play six test matches in the UK this summer and... uh, It all starts with them playing the World Test Championship final against India before commencing the Ashes Tour with the first Test match at Edgebaston on the 16th of June. So yeah, six Test matches and Australia have named their uh, squad for all six of them. It's not like we are naming squad just for the World Test Championship final and... uh, uh, the test match series but uh, I I feel like uh, it's it's going to be one big squad and that's what they have picked I'll quickly run down the full squad and then we'll talk about some players here and there it's it's quite it's obvious that the squad they have selected has been part of their setup for a number of months now I feel like majority of the players had come to India to play in the recent uh, Border Gavaskar Trophy, which they lost 2-1. But uh, in the final two test matches, they were actually a slightly ahead to India compared to the opening two test matches when they were uh, thoroughly defeated by the hosts. So, without further, further uh, ado, here's the Australian squad for the Ashes Test Series and the World Test Championship Final. So, it's Pat Cummins as the captain. Scott Boland, Alex Carey, Cameron Green, Marcus Harris, Josh Hazelwood, Travis Head, Josh Inglis, Usman Khawaja, Manas Labushain, Nathan Lyon, Mitch Marsh, Todd Murphy, Matt Ryanshaw, Steve Smith as the vice captain, Mitchell Stark, 
and David Warner. So yeah, pretty pretty similar squad compared to what they had in the Border Gavaskar Trophy. I think the one of the omissions from that series, I guess it's uh, Matthew Kuhneman. I think the spinner is not in the squad and you know they are persisting with Todd Murphy but that is an understandable decision if as far as um, the Australians are concerned because uh, the Indian tracks are notably spin friendly compared to what you'll find in let's say Edgbaston or in at Lords or at Oval here in England so that's the reason why I feel like they have decided not to go for Matthew Kuhneman but they cannot drop uh, Todd Murphy because he was sensational in that series. I remember he picked up seven wickets on debut against India at Nagpur. But another notable exclusion, if you ask me personally, is um, is Hanscom, Peter Hanscom. I, I, I'm, I'm a little surprised that there is no Peter Hanscom in this squad because uh, he looked uh, one of Australia's best best batsmen when uh, they toured India here for their test series. But uh, unfortunately for Hanscom, he has not been selected in this squad. And and I, I fail to understand why. Because Peter Hanscom had signed for Leicestershire on a two-month deal last month uh, to get uh, to play in the county championships. Possibly to get used to and get acclimatized to the Indian or to the English conditions, but then again, I, I'm not aware. I'm not sure why he's not there in the squad. Um, because could it be the same similar kind of reason why Matthew Kuhneman's not there? Because um, Matthew Kuhneman uh, was was selected just to play in Indian conditions, and I feel like Peter Hanscom was one of those selections as well because. He he has been one of Australia's best batsmen when it comes to facing spin, but uh, if if that's the reason, then I can completely understand why Peter Hanscom's not part of the uh, not part of the Australian setup for the Ashes and the World Test Championship. But but then on the other hand, you have Matt Renshaw in the squad, and I feel like Matt Renshaw did not have like he he was the worst performing Australian on that tour to India. Now, don't get me wrong. Matt Renshaw is a, is a decent, he's a good player. He, he brings experience on the table. But uh, despite a number of poor knocks on in the subcontinent here, um, Matt Renshaw still remains as an option uh, for Australia. And, and, and yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons, well, well, like one of the reasons why Matt Renshaw is in the side because he gives you one of, another opening option but then you do you need one when you have the likes of David Warner, Usman Khwaja and now even Travis Head has shown that he is very much capable of opening in the test series as well uh, so yeah that's that's the one one area which really confused me is the inclusion of um, sorry the inclusion of Matt Renshaw in place of Peter Hanscom because personally I am a big fan of Peter Hanscom and the way he bats takes the pressure off the top order when when uh, he comes in early uh, with, due, due to a number of wickets falling early on in the uh, in the Australian innings but yeah there you go I think um, I think it's not a bad pick that Renshaw has proved some, on certain occasions that he is capable of playing in for Australia it's just that it's the recency bias in me which has 
slightly skewed my decision to why Peter Hanscom is not part of the squad and we have uh, Matt Renshaw. The other players who are not featuring in this squad who were a part of the Indian set, uh, the setup during the Indian tour was, is Aston Agar and Mitchell Swepson. Again, two spinners and you don't need them uh, in English conditions. Uh, there is the inclusion of uh, Josh English, as I mentioned. Uh, Josh English is not played for Australia in Test Match Series. He's been part of their limited overs system. But um, this is the first time he could be making a debut. But I don't think so because I feel like he's just there as a backup to Alex Carey if you need him. Because apart from Carey, you don't have a second wicketkeeper. You haven't picked the, picked the likes of uh, Matthew Wade. Tim Payne is now retired, so he goes out of the question. So, yeah, I, I feel like that's that's a reasonable decision to get Josh English in. Because remember, it's a long tour. Six, six, six test series, six test matches, sorry. And um, it's it's better to have a precautionary second-choice wicketkeeper. And um, I think Josh English is just to do that. Big inclusion include... The return of Josh Hazelwood. Josh Hazelwood was initially part of uh, the the test uh, the in the squad for the Border Gavaskar series, but um, unfortunately, he was nursing an ACL or Achilles injury and was trying to rub that off. He was giving a go in the nets, but unfortunately, after the first two test matches, he was pretty sure that you don't want to rush him uh, because there was the IPL. There was obviously the Ashes coming up in the in the on the horizon. So, the Cricket Australia have decided to take it easy with Josh Hazelwood, but they have given him like he is being named in the in the squad very much from the get go. So they are expecting him to play at least four or five of these coming six Test matches. I have an article here from uh, Cricfirst dot com, and it mentions uh, just how important. Josh Hazelwood is to the Australian setup. It says, uh, as I quote, Josh Hazelwood fitness pivotal to Australia's Ashes plans. Australian chair of selectors George Bailey is hopeful Josh Hazelwood can ramp up his fitness levels, building up to the sixth test tour of the UK in June. Uh, the twenty, the 32-year-old fast bowler picked up an Achilles injury during the home, sea, home summer, one that subsequently ruled him out of participation in the Border Gavaskar Test Series. So yeah, it's it's an interesting one and I, 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 I like the fact that George Bailey, the chief of selectors, the chair of selectors, sorry, is looking, uh, is expecting Josh Hazelwood to wrap up his fitness by playing in the IPL. He, he recently joined the RCB setup. And it could be in, in for a game or two sooner or later. But yeah, uh, that's what uh, George Bailey had to say. He had to say, as I quote, Josh Hazelwood is still building back to his full capacity through the IPL. So hopefully he gets a few games over there in the back half of that tournament and starts to ramp up his return. So yeah, they are very much dependent on Josh Hazelwood getting a few games in the IPL just so he can get that rhythm back. Yes, I know that IPL and Test cricket are very much different, but the the more you bowl at a higher level, the better you can get into that rhythm. Back, you can get your rhythm back, and that's why 
I feel like Josh Hazelwood uh, playing in the IPL is crucial for Australia's Ashes preparations because I feel like Australia in that first test match at Edgbaston won't will be looking to go with the like with their best seam attack possible uh, which includes Hazelwood, Stark and Cummins and uh, I, I really hope that they can do that because the new way the English batsmen have invented themselves in this quote-unquote basketball era where they go on play on the front foot and attack from the very first session session and and if I feel like it's going to continue. I don't think that the Ashes is going to skew that approach anytime soon. So if in the English batsmen are going to do that to the Australian bowlers, I feel like Australia will want all of their first choice quicks in the starting 11 or during that first test match. Yes, they they have got replacements. Let Don't get me wrong. They have still got uh, Scott Boland in their ranks. So... I feel like if one of them has to sit out, you know, the likes of Mitchell Stark, who's also nursed an injury towards the early stages of the modern Gavaskar series. You have uh, uh, Josh Hazelwood, who hasn't played a test match since the Australian summer. So you have got Scott Boland. He, he did play one test match in the uh, border Gavaskar so- trophy. played the first test match. Didn't pick up a wicket, but he still looked good. Kept one and dry. And uh, that is something you can expect from Scott Boland. He is like one of these ashy cult heroes. So you, so he might get a good reception in England as well. So he's always there. But I feel like if you are playing against England in the very first test match, you want to set the ascendancy uh, so that you can be on top for the latter all five of the test se- or test matches. So yeah, Australia will be hoping that uh, Hazelwood, Stark and Cummings are all fit and fine. And they can partner, they can be partnered by Nathan Lyon as their solitary spinner. Who else is uh, worth talking about in this Australian squad? I'm I'm glad to see Mitchell Marsh back. Mitchell Marsh, not part of the Border Gavaskar Trophy squad, but uh, was excellent in the in the in the subsequent One Day series. Uh, Mitchell Marsh gives you an attacking option, can also give you a few overs here and there. So you know. If you want to play him instead of, you know, Cameron Green, you can do that. Gives you one one more flexibility there. As as you already mentioned before, the opening slot has been largely talked about because David Warner's form has been slightly on the downward trajectory and he himself nursed an injury during the Border Gavaster series. So you have got Matt Ranshaw there, but uh, again, Travis Head is obviously going to play uh, sooner or late, uh, in that start in that starting eleven, uh, re- regardless of where, whether he opens or plays in the midfield or in the middle order. Sorry, so yeah, I feel like um, Australia have brought in a balanced squad, and it could very well be the one which helps them retain the Ashes rather than you know win it back, uh, because England ha- will be coming into the series on the back of a 5-0 thumping uh, in Australia a couple of years back. So, yeah, it is going to be a really exciting series to watch. Um, so, here is my predicted starting 11 for Australia's game against um, 
England in the first test match i i feel like i i might predict the first test match squad rather than the world test championship squad because i know world test championship final against india comes before that but uh, you might see a few changes here and there in that first test ma- in that test match because i feel like they would prioritize the ashes so yeah here goes the squad uh usman khwaja and david warner will open the innings in, in my opinion i think warner will be given a uh, some early part to prove himself the early stages of the ashes series i i mean manas labushin at 3 steve smith at 4 travis head to occupy that number 5 slot which peter hanscom occupied during the border gavaskar trophy but since uh, and and head used to open in place of warner but since warner is back i think Travis Head would drop down to number 5 then you have Cameron Green at 6 Alex Carey at 7 and then your four bowlers in the form of Nathan Lyon Pat Cummins Mitchell Stark and Josh Hazelwood you have got bowling bowling options there apart from those four you have obviously got Cameron Green who can give you some overs of um, medium paced fast medium pace then you have Smith probably probably a bit of manas labushain to bowl a few uh spin few overs of spin travis head can give you a few overs as well I, i'm this i'm this uh, i'm not including uh steve smith here because i don't think he would give he would bowl when you have the likes of uh manas labushain and head to give you part time spin so that will be my starting 11 in in Aust- for australia in that first test Test match at Edgbaston, which, uh, as I mentioned, starts on the sixteenth of June. So, the Ashes schedule looks like this: the first Test match at Edgbaston on the sixteenth of June. Then they come to England and Lords for the second Test match, which is on the twenty eighth of June. The third Test match at Headingley is on the sixth of July. Then they go to Manchester. for the first test match on the 19th of July and the final test match at the Oval commences on the 27th of July and should be an absolutely brilliant brilliant series that's the australian squad i'll quickly run you through the squad again and just to remind the listeners it's the squad for the ashes series as well as the world test championship final against india and here is their squad it's pat cummins scott boland Alex Carey, Cameron Green, Marcus Harris, Josh Hazelwood, Travis Head, Josh English, Usman Khwaja, Manas Labushain, Nathan Lyon, Mitchell Marsh, Todd Murphy, Matthew Ranshaw, Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark and David Warner. So yeah, that was a quick podcast talking about Australia's squad for the ashes series and the world test championship final i think the normal service will resume and i'll have a few podcast here and there regarding the ipl as well it's another brilliant tournament but just taking a break from all things t20 and talking about the all important ashes series i hope you like this quick turn of podcast here i know people have been loving these ipl podcast but it's a change of thought in my head and I really want to talk about the Australian squad because it was a pleasure talking about them during the Border Gavaskar series and I couldn't miss on this opportunity if you like this podcast and make sure you're liking sharing and subscribing on YouTube if you're listening this on Apple podcast or Spotify then make sure giving me those five star ratings 
This is me, Watsal Vora, signing off. Ciao for now. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.